This episode of Let's Meet is brought to you by The Clean. To 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 the clean. Defending against dirt for budgets and spaces big and small. You can reach them at 513-720-3115. Hail the scrub. Hi. Hello. Yeah. Let's meet. Welcome. Hi. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Nice to meet you. Hey. Let's meet. Hey, bro. Hi. Hello. On the 27th episode of Let's Meet Part 3 of 3, the Cincinnati yoga community grows. Michael doesn't want to keep up with any of the Kardashians. Jessica talks about her relationship with food and names three animals. Michael's wife sees a chicken truck for the first time. So how, where are you, where are you setting up shop? Do you have a studio as of yet? No, and I do not intend to. Oh, yeah. all right. Right. I teach privately. Just out um, of your trunk. <laughs> Almost, pretty close, I'm not kidding. No, typically I'll go to people's homes uh-huh. or to their office early in the morning. People come to my home studio, and that's that's kind of it. And I do a lot outside, because I really enjoy it. And a lot of people ask me, it's a really common question, like, okay, so when are you going to open a studio? And I think, you know, having a studio is great, but I don't think that it's, it's great limiting. for Jess Snoke era. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, Justin's going to be 18 really soon. Have you ever done yoga at the park Right up there on the riverbank. Smell? No, but I hear that there are some good classes going on. Yeah, I, I see summer stuff and there all, all, the, all the time. So yeah, no, I mean Cincinnati's really. I mean, you know, they have a really great yoga community. Some studios that have been around forever, and some that are, you know, brand new, new in the couple of years. But I mean, they're really making an impact. I think, especially like. You know, with the twenty somethings and yeah, I mean, I think that's impressive. It's not, I don't know. When I was twenty something, I just wanted to go, go, go. Right? Yeah. It was like cardio till tomorrow. Well, I think it's just people creating a community where it's okay to take a pause, where it's okay to maybe be vulnerable, where it's okay to have a deeper conversation, right? Yeah. To ask more challenging questions of ourselves, each other, the community <laughs> leaders, things yeah. like that. I I think. You you can't necessarily go wrong with any of those things, especially if you're asking those deeper questions and thinking more about uh, the world. I have a big problem with pop culture, even though I am well-versed in it and know more than I should, probably. I have a difficult time separating the two. Real life, no, I don't have a difficult time. I have a difficult time understanding people who cannot separate <laughs> real life from pop culture and and what it means to keep up with a Kardashian. Mm -hmm. I'm hearing you. I'm feeling what you're saying from looking at it from that intrinsic standpoint and saying, what are we here for? What do we really mean when we say these things? What do we really want to experience? What do we want to get from each other and give? And, and, but I want to be really clear, like, as I assess my own life, right, and, and the things I'm either not doing or doing or things that have changed, it's really just my assessment of me. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, and I've had to work at this piece, right? It's definitely not a judgment of, well, I've made these changes and everyone that's doing everything else is doing it wrong or mm-hmm. less than or, you know, they just haven't arrived or seen the light yet. Right. Um, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, really be clear that that's not my perspective, right? Um, my perspective is just that this is something that worked and it significantly impacted me. There's just so many things I didn't know that I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and I think a really good example, and this might be like kind of out there, but we're going to go there. Um, you know, when I was thinking of, you know, not having to take medicine and by all means, 
no judgment on the food here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once I started, I read a book uh, called The World Peace Diet. Mm-hmm. And so it just kind of talks about um, our relation to food. Right, yeah. everyone's relation to food, and you know, a lot of things really center around holidays, gatherings, all of these yeah. things. Then it began to kind of lift the veil for me, because I think you both learned earlier I'm not that in tune with all of the going on. So well, you're not a Christian Slater fan, we know that. That's been well established. <laughs> well, we established how long I've known about Netflix and Pandora. Don't embarrass me later. Yeah. But I got exposed to this information of like, you know, well, what happens necessarily to you know, an animal, right, like pig, cow, chicken, mm-hmm. um, you know, from the time that they're born to the time that, you know, we're eating them. Most time I never think anything about it. Sure. Right? And I start to learn, okay, well, if a, you know, a baby calf is taken from its mom, never sees them, essentially is, you know, made to reproduce time and time again, which is essentially rape, and they're isolated in these mm-hmm. t- small, tiny spaces, and I compare that, I know we're going left field here, but just wait. This is fine. <laughs> and we compare that to, well, what if we did this to a human, right? Yeah. What do you see? And then I'm ingesting, right? I'm ingesting this animal that's experienced fear, mm-hmm. rape, isolation. Would it not possibly be something to consider mm-hmm. that consuming that is maybe making me ill? Right or is, sure, yeah. You know, there's got to be some type of. It's possible that there's some chemical reaction. I'm no scientist. I'm no doctor, <laughs> but you know, yeah. Could it be an out to just explore? Okay, well, if I could start to strip these things out of my intake, just mm-hmm. like I stripped alcohol, which is bad for me, out of my you know intake. Yeah. Could things change? Yeah. But I had no. I mean, like I never would have thought of that on my own. I never would have seen that perspective and it's not mm-hmm. that anybody necessarily fed it to me it was just i just happened to stumble upon this information and it yeah. just changed it just made me think differently right yeah i small things yeah i i see what you're saying i don't i don't broadcast it a lot because people make fun of it but uh my wife and i are vegetarians mm-hmm. Uh, which is funny to say now because I feel like a lot of the shows that we've done, a lot of the episodes, I've, it's come up. Like, we don't eat meat. It, what's funny, though, like, it's come up in our shows. Yeah. It comes up very rarely in in just talking. Yeah, so I no, want you guys who are listening. <laughs> he's, he's, not, he's not out there. I'm not one of those guys. Yeah. You're not out there like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't eat meat. I don't eat meat, don't you do? But a similar scale, I guess. Mm-hmm. My uh, My wife was driving home from work. And she really, for the first time, and this was almost a year ago, really for the first time saw a chicken truck. Like, we, we grew up in West Tennessee where meat is king, specifically barbecue. Mm-hmm. Memphis and pork. barbecue. Yeah, so, pork is the pig. world. So, she for the really for the first time, she saw a chicken truck. Mm-hmm. And ever since that day, she was like, I don't. I don't want to partake in this. I don't want to be a part of this. We're not dumping on meat eaters. We get it. It's your life. It was um, a transition. Right. It was not like, I didn't read this and it was like, oh, I, I'm just, you know, I made this. It just, yeah. it, it just, it took time and it weighed on me mm-hmm. and it was, it was a pos- it was an out to take meds. Right. It was an out to ingest some foreign substance that like, I don't know. 
Yeah. But so no, I and I get what you're saying, and mine's not mm-hmm. a judgment either, and I don't go around and probably I'm gonna make you edit this anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> or some degree of it, because I think it does get to be pretty controversial, and I think you know sometimes it can be you know, yeah projecting. But I don't go around the same thing like, hey, I'm vegan, or you're so bad, you shouldn't be eating that. Right. It's just this thing that I that I was like, I'm gonna just try it out and see yeah. you know what happens. Now my yeah. kid, he'll just you know he'll eat hamburgers and pizza all day long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our, our daughter too. She loves fried chicken, and, and we get it. And, and it tastes good. Just to be completely transparent, I eat meat still. I eat red meat, mm-hmm. and I tried vegan to be vegan for about um, about three or four months. Mm-hmm. And was completely foggy-headed all the time. I couldn't think clearly. I could not function. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get the fats and the protein that I was needing. Uh, and I tried all kinds of sources, and I just couldn't do it. So I don't eat them as much as I used to. But uh, if I don't have them, I literally cannot perform my job. Yeah. <laughs> so I think no, no judgment anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Michael's to... never once told me anything about, like, oh, you're horrible for eating red meat. That's not why you're horrible. <laughs> he said There's all these other reasons. All, yeah, yeah. I have a list if you'd like to read my diary. <laughs> well, we tried it when we were running marathons. Like, we had a you know group of our runner friends that were also biking. And, you know, um, the couple was vegan. There was a couple of them. And we're like, oh, okay, let's try it, right? It was kind of like the yoga thing. Okay, let's try it. <laughs> yeah. Um, we were like, this, no, wait. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think it was a totally different um, driver. Mm-hmm. Right this time, yeah. so yeah. I, and I think that's it's just you're ready for things you're ready for, and this you know you're not you're not and it's okay, right? Yeah, I think everybody's journey is just different. Yeah, you, totally. and you make a you do make a great point about the food, the things that you put into your body, whether it be chemical or the, your your diet. Those things they make a difference, whether you see it or not. They really because we grew up. Tim and I grew up in the in the land of fast food. Not only was food, it, right? Yeah. Let's not even talk about like oh, animals. Let's just talk about processed food and what it right. does to teenagers when they're eating it all the time. True. Yeah, we talk about sugar and all that kind of stuff. West Tennessee's biggest export is heart disease, <laughs> by uh-huh. far. Yeah, that's true, and that's in the form of barbecue. And I, I know that I'm addicted to sugar. Like it is a problem for me. It's a problem, and it's the hardest thing for me to stay away from. But it's also the thing that. I notice that when I don't have it in my life, that's when I feel good. That's when my pants fit well, which is a, I guess, just a selfish thing. But uh, I don't care when my pants fit and I don't have to go buy new pants. That's great. And it makes me feel good, which in turn makes me feel a better sense of well-being. With that being said, you're teaching that idea that well-being on a holistic uh, aspect, you're teaching that the diet you're teaching the intrinsic motivations of a person and and teaching them how to teaching them how to be still just just teaching them to be more in tune like we're going so fast right i was mm-hmm. going so fast and i'm you know but just like allow yours you deserve a moment to pause you are allowed to take care of yourself yeah mm-hmm. You are allowed not to necessarily be on everybody else's timeline. Doesn't mean give up making goals. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean don't, you know, shoot for dreams, right? But, you know, when I was teaching it, you see sometimes I would have students that would come to me and they were taking 18 credit hours and they're working 40 hours and they're in front of me and they're about to break mm-hmm. and they're, you know, they're trying to articulate to me without you know, saying it clearly, like, they are stressed and they don't know what to do. Yeah. And it gets to a point where I'm like, listen, are you going to lose any financial aid 
by not taking these 18 credit hours, right? Maybe just backing it down to 12, right? Maintaining your full-time job. Mm -hmm. No. Okay. So what are the repercussions of just slowing down a little? Mm Because you still need to take care of yourself. Mom and dad can't do that anymore. You're grown up. Yeah. Um, But what are the repercussions of slowing down just a little bit? Well, nothing, but these are goals that I set for myself. And if I don't attain them, then I'm I'm a failure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not true. Right. And, and being able to say to them, because there's so many of them that are in college, right? Like, that's not true. Yeah. And right? college is competitive. So, is. I mean, when you're in there, even if you, you know, you're all in there together, you're all taking classes together, you're still competitive with whoever else you're in there with. Mm-hmm. And when you get out, I see this a lot. So you've got that full time job. You've got all those credit hours. When you graduate, you've got to fill that credit hour time with something else. And so you end up doing too much of life that's not really your life. Mm-hmm. It's just filling up your time with tasks and, you know, whatever else. And yeah, I, for sure. And I think, you know, and, and I, can I call them kids because they're 20 and I'm 40? I don't even know if you can say that. Yeah, they're but kids. I think they're, that's they what we call them kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, like, they're, they're much more courageous at, or, you're, or you're seeing them take more courageous steps outside mm-hmm. of these boxes, right? Mm-hmm. That I didn't necessarily see four or five years ago. It was still kind of this cookie cutter box, right? And they mm-hmm. want to take these steps, but they're also just a little bit terrified, right? I think it stems from like they see themselves. They're just going and they're busy and they're stressed out. And they're like, they're like this is this can't this be is, life. This cannot be it for me this early, right? Yeah. Or maybe I'm just not in for it just now, yeah. you know? So, anyways, it's a stress piece. it went all over the place there Um, no it's great but I would say back to like processed foods like I mean you have a teenager right so I mean Justin will just he has access to money now he you know works at a restaurant he loves Mm -hmm. that restaurant won't say the name but he loves it no one ever said White Castle was good (laughs) it just exists (laughs) but I mean just I mean you have to you you know you have to allow yourself things it's not this oh limit your intake and Mm -hmm. you know that's not the, the point but like Eating that all the time, I mean, I noticed with Justin, his sleep would be off, mm-hmm. his mood is off. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is my son, so there's going to be some transfer of, of you know, A, either the experience that we had as a family, or B, you know, genetics possibly, mm-hmm. right? But I see this roller coaster of emotion and lack of sleep and lack of focus, and yeah. it's like, you know, so it's just like... When, when you see that, is it mostly sugar-based, or is it other processed food you know i can find oreos in the bed or under the bed or i can find you know a pizza like randomly in the apartment somewhere Uh i mean it's i mean it's all of it you know i mean honestly and this came in about in the last two years like with this access to money yeah and i don't and i don't feel like i was restricting before but you know a lot of people will say that about sugar i have a you know uh, a good friend I'm sure I'm addicted to sugar. I just, you know, you saw me walk in here with it. It's not like I'm perfect. I walk in here with a diet Dr. Pepper. It was a diet. It wasn't real sugar, but well, it's, it's fake sugar. It's, <laughs> it's processed sugar. Right. Uh-huh. But I mean, I'm, yeah. but it's just like all the time, all this, you know, I yeah. think. And then like every condiment we have is full of sugar, mm-hmm. like ketchup and all those different things. So. Yeah. I can't tell you that I'm like that first in the sugar battle. Quite frankly. Well, I think we actually probably should start wrapping up a little bit because we've almost gotten to that hour. Okay. We try to keep it around an hour. That's, that's yeah, because okay. the the kids have bedtimes. 
You know, <laughs> and, and kids love to listen to podcasts late at night. It's just a fact. Right, of course. Yeah, and they love this, one. this kind. Yeah, anytime I bust in on my son, that's what he's dealing. Yeah. Are you listening to that? I open up that door and case file again. Podcast. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. I- Go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. Well, I just wanted to say, like, I appreciate you guys having me on, and I appreciate that you guys were um, just open to having the conversation and, like, talking about mental health and wellness and, like, all the different ways that that plays out and really um, bringing some normalcy to the conversation. Thank you. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Thank you. I know that we could we could easily go another 10 minutes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was everyone's expecting an hour. Uh, no, we could. W- this conversation is a lot more in depth and necessary than our time will allow. Sure. So, I and, think. And honestly, if you think of something that you wanted to include and haven't, um, let Michael know, and and we'll definitely you know at least post you know that information in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and any information on how to get in touch with you and that kind of stuff. We'll, let's talk about that now. Yeah. Where can people find you if you want to be found? Well, when I want to Where be found live? and I'm not playing hippie <laughs> in the wilderness. <laughs> no, um www.agivingpractice.com. Mm-hmm. Um you like a giving tree. Yeah, but or uh, the giving tree. It, I think it's the yeah, Is that copyrighted? Yeah. yeah. My bad. Let's back up. It's okay. Let's change our articles. It's all giving, right? <laughs> um, and then you can follow on Instagram the same thing, like a giving practice. I think that's kind of like more the day to day, and you'll see a lot of things that I'll do in terms of advocacy and mm-hmm. um, different organizations that I'll work with, like One in Five, um, NAMI Communicate, um, and, and different things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So the journey will evolve. You know, we're at yeah. the beginning. It's still pretty tied to. I take to my personal story, but just kind of launching things to share, and so that's yeah. It. We cool. we applaud you for what you're doing for sure. Um, not literally because it might be too loud. Okay. Um, those thunderous applause it might be too much. Um, but you are you are doing you are doing a service. You're providing a service. You're providing a resource for people who are in need who will only benefit. And it, I mean, and if you think about it too, I, I think. That it benefits others who you come in contact with. If you're able to control and be in touch with your emotions and your your own space, most of the time. Sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> there yeah, yeah. are times. There's no perfection. There's no perfection. It, it, even but. even being aware of when you're not in control yeah. is is pretty good. It's a pretty good skill that not everyone has. So. Yeah, I'm great at apologizing, <laughs> and I don't Aren't think I all? should be. Yeah, I'm. Have I'm you one mastered of, that skill? Okay, here's the here's the thing, and and my wife will attest to this, and even Haley too. It bothers me because people doubt my sincerity, but when I'm being a huge a hole, I immediately apologize afterwards because I, I see it, I know it's there, I know it's happening, and when I'm doing it, I know it's there, and then I try to take it. I don't try to take it away, but I try to apologize. Look, I know what I'm doing. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. This is all me. And people like it's still happening. But it's, right, an action has still happened. Right. I know I'm a jerk, and I'm sorry that I'm a jerk, and I know it just happened. And so, like to me, it comes from a place of sincerity and honesty. But to other people who experience my wrath, oh, yeah. they they get that immediate apology, and they're like, I don't, I don't believe you. I don't, I don't get you. So I would like to be able to not get to that space to begin with. That's something I would like to. Oh, I've been on that path, my friend. And yeah. I think you know sometimes it, you know it takes 
sometimes it maybe takes you know great loss right like you lose a good friend or you lose uh, you know a girlfriend a spouse whatever mm-hmm. you know a relationship that you treasured right and so then maybe you reel it in but I identify with that like this is neither jerk reaction you're so sorry I'd rather lose 20 pounds than right? any of those yeah. other things yeah. I want to keep my friends and I think <laughs> like you know the journey with a giving practice there's a huge focus obviously to raise awareness around you know mental illness and mental wellness and taking care of yourself but like stress happens on so many different levels right yeah. you know whether there's a great deal or just a little right you know so it's just it's something that i think can be a, a tool for a, for a wide landscape of people yeah for sure we'll work on that knee-jerk reaction thank you <laughs> yeah. um thank you for being here jess and thank, thank you. you tim for not allowing me to do any lame yoga jokes because <laughs> i am all written down i mean i'm a, to me yeah, there are, said no. there are a lot no. of terrible dad yoga jokes that could have been done, and I'm proud of myself for not giving in. I am glad that you wore the yoga pants, even though I said no. They Thank look you. fantastic. I've been, I doing a, so. I've been doing a lot of squats, <laughs> so I have very tight muscles that hurt when I walk. Okay. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Again, we really appreciate it. Tim has been checking the analytics on iTunes, and they look pretty good. I mean, we make jokes about four to seven listeners, but... But there's four to seven listeners. There are... There's four to seven, <laughs> and uh, we really... No, it's, it's growing, and we're, we're happy. So yeah, thank we, you guys for listening. We really appreciate yeah. it, and if you want to reach out to us, then you can send us an email at... Let's meet podcast dot... Nope, that's not right. <laughs> Let's meet podcast at gmail.com. Yes, that's okay. Uh, Tim does a great job with all of the, the editing and the technical stuff. I am just loud. You are just introducing me to so many people. <laughs> that's, I like that. Yeah. I like that a lot. Let's meet. Did you want to add something, Jess? You can. No. <laughs> Fine. Jess is clamming up now. Um, but honestly, thank you so much. Um, a giving practice, follow Jess and all the moves that she's making, invite her to your home for a nominal fee, but also for a change in perspective. <laughs> or for a lunch. Yeah, or for lunch. Coffee or tea is good too. Coffee or tea. Coffee for sure. Yeah. Grapefruit water. Oh, yes. Oh, this delightful <laughs> grapefruit water. You have no idea. They just treated me to the nines. That and a bunny. I'm telling you. What a world. A bunny and grapefruit water. Mm-hmm. You can't lose. Um, guys, again, I can't say it enough. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. And we really want to hear your feedback. We have some, obviously, we have more interesting, cool guests coming up. Um, so don't stop listening now. Even though you feel like this is the top. They've reached the top of their game, like Michael Jordan. They got to retire now. You mean Michael J. Fox. I meant Michael J. Fox. We've reached the top of our game like Michael J. Fox. That music's called rock and roll, and maybe you're not ready for it, uh, but your kids are going to love it. The cousin chick. Chuck. Yeah. Cousin chick. Cousin chick. (laughs) Cousin chick. Check this out. You know that new sound you've been talking about? Um, We'll be back again very soon, Uh, and until then, I love you, Tim. Love you, Michael. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Let's Meet podcast. On the next episode of Let's Meet, we'll meet Julia, an unknown star of many oddly okay songs. For more information, please visit our website at letsmeetpodcast.com and please subscribe. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Let's meet. Hello. Let's meet. Hey, what you doing? Hey, hello. <laughs>